Hey, it's May, and welcome back to What a Week, the podcast where I talk all about my week and passion projects. This is season four, episode 15. Middle school is over, and it's time for summer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Oh my god, it doesn't feel like it's summer And yet it is. I am recording this on the last day of school, where I feel a little bit melancholic. We'll get into that later. But I want to dive straight in because I have a lot to cover today all about the summer, graduation, all sorts of stuff. But let's start off with my bat mitzvah. I got so busy last week that I wasn't able to post an episode. But I had my bat mitzvah, which if you don't know, is a Jewish coming of age ceremony. And I had mine uh, a couple years late because of COVID. It was starry night themed. I really enjoyed the ceremony. I was not nervous to sing at all. I was not very stressed about it. My mom was much more stressed, you know, with the like party and everything. And then the actual party was really fun, aside from, like, taking group, like, pictures with family for the event, because I, like, don't want to be hugged and don't want to, like, stand around, and it's just not fun. But other than that, the food was amazing. I took a bunch of, like, photo booth photos with my friends. We danced a ton. And overall, it was just a really fun time, I think, with all the, like, pent-up stuff that led up to it. I think that it was a really worthwhile, fun experience. I got some nice gifts from friends. Uh, It was really awesome. I enjoyed the process. So that's what I did on Sunday. As for the last days of school, they've been really odd. Uh, Obviously, there's no work at the end of the year, but there really hasn't been a lot of work this year in general. I've been reflecting a lot upon this past year and all of the amazing and not so amazing things that happened. And honestly, I am just so grateful that our school was able to come back in person because I can't even imagine what it would have been like to be on Zoom this year, to not meet all the lovely people that I've gotten to know. I just like, I feel like the year would have been so much worse and it makes me so grateful to be back in person even, you know, just for a year, it's already like really hitting home to me. And that's part of the reason that I'm like kind of sad is that I made all these beautiful, lovely friends, and I'm not going to see a lot of them again. Like, that's just the reality of it, is that even if you're an optimist, you know, you spend so much of your time at school, me not going to school with any of my friends, just to refresh, I'm going to a private school. So I'm not going to be at school with any of my friends. And, you know, that's sad like I've spent all this time with this friend group and now I'm just gonna kind of fade into the background like I think about friends I know that have moved not even that far away but just being at a different school from somebody really changes the dynamic changes the relationship and I am going to miss it and that made me sad that this today was kind of the last time that I'll 
be with all of those friends and that but at the same time it didn't really feel like a last day of school like everyone just kind of wandered around and yes it was like a half day and like rush classes but it didn't really feel like the end as much as it has in the past which is interesting I'm not quite sure why that is there are some teachers that are retiring honestly The ones that should be retiring are retiring. You know, the ones that would have been, like, fired soon if they weren't retiring. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm gonna miss the campus a little bit. I hope I can come visit some of my favorite teachers next year at some point. Or really, my favorite teacher period. Um... Yeah, just kind of like mixed feelings. Not as excited for summer because I really don't have a lot of plans. I need to like get to work on that. It's been really fun to sign everyone's yearbooks. There's kind of two types of yearbooks. Essays and names. Like people that have everyone sign their name as quickly as possible. Blah, 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 blah. And then people that have like full-on scaled essays from their friends mine is an essay situation I wrote essays for other people just like long notes and I find that really meaningful I filled a couple you know pages maybe four or five and it was really nice to just write things and see what people had to say although it was really chaotic I mean a couple of my friends didn't even get a chance to sign mine, which is kind of sad. But, uh, whatever. I guess that's how things panned out. I also had graduation. We had a rehearsal for it. We had, like, a little half week. So it was Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Most of my friends graduated on Monday. It was just a last name thing. Most of them have, like, last names very early in the alphabet. And mine is later, so I just graduated a day later than them. But we have, like, a rehearsal thing during school hours. Cause the thing was, like, at night, you know, so, or evening time. And the rehearsal was, like, walk back and forth, get in a line, blah, 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 sit up, sit down, sit up, sit down, sit up, sit down, walk, 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 line, 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 curve around here. And, <laughs> like, I think it was helpful Uh, The person said my name right after a little bit of help. They were able to say it right at the ceremony. Some of my friends played some really lovely jazz music for it. Overall, it was really nice. There was also like a little picnic thing that our school did for 8th graders where we got to play music and wander around and stuff. We have one gay teacher, um, or we had one gay teacher and he's still alive just I don't go to that school anymore anyway he walked around in like progress flag striped slides and like a target pride collection pronouns shirt with a boombox playing the clean versions of inappropriate queer songs um and I thought that that was iconic so we followed him around for a little bit and yeah, it was really fun way to like close out the year. And I'm going to try and embrace summer even though like I'm sad that school is over in a lot of ways. I have a long summer. I don't get back into school until the 30th. 
And then I've got, like, a school trip the week before that that kind of, like, revs you up. A little retreat biggie, which should be fun. Today's podcast is sponsored by Curology. Curology is the best personalized skincare I've ever used. All you need to do is take a quick quiz and they'll have a licensed dermatologist customize a three-step skincare routine for you. I've been using Curology since March 2021 and have seen a drastic decrease in the dryness of my skin as well as in the amount of acne I get. You can talk directly with your dermatologist and make any necessary changes. So save your skin with Curology today by going to Curology.com and unlock your 30-day free trial. Just pay for shipping and handling, which is under $5. As it stands right now, I'm not doing anything over the summer. Nothing like noteworthy anyway. And I want to talk about just like Summer, my opinions on summer, my vibes on summer. I think it's super funny because I put up in July these posters above my desk where I'm recording and one of them says happy girl summer and I left it up all year and now it's actually summer but I love this mentality, happy girl summer. You hear hot girl summer but I don't think that's the important part is how attractive you are. It's how happy you are and how much you're enjoying your summer. And, yeah, but, like, at the same time, there's, I have an urge to be, like, really hot for the summer for some reason. And to, like, come back to school, new hair color, tan kiss skin, cool clothes. So, like, I got a self-tanner that I'm going to try. And some, like, nice stuff to style my hair. I don't know. I have, like, an urge to be happy and healthy but also feel really confident, you know, because I feel like this is really the time when you have like problems, like swimsuits have made me really insecure in the past. I've found ones now that don't make me insecure, but like that's been a really rough point for me is eating anything in a swimsuit and like not feeling like I look good and, you know, just all this sort of stuff. And I don't know, I'm excited that I won't feel those things as much this year. I feel like my confidence is a little bit better, if you know what I mean. As it stands right now, my three months of summer is a big, fat load of nothingness. So I want to talk about some of the things that I want to do or sign up for. We'll see what I actually end up doing. Probably not very much of this. First thing, I want to do some academics because I really like academics. I like studying things. I thought it could be awesome to do some criminology stuff with um, killers or psychology or forensics or something like that. I thought that could be really fun. I need to do something for math because I'm awful in math and I should really try and retain my skills. Um, It's not fun, but, you know, I feel like I should do that. I would like to take some kind of French immersion class because I'm going to be starting a language, but I've never really studied a language before. So I feel like it would be good to get a little upper hand and, like, take a little bit of French before getting to the class so that I, you know, have some idea of what it's going to be like, what study techniques work for me. 
I would also love to take some, like, classes, programs, whatever you want to call them. Bouldering is the first one. We have, like, a rock climbing gym pretty near us, so me and a friend thought we could sign up for some kind of camp or something fun there because it's just fun. I'm afraid of heights, but she she has convinced me that this would be a fun thing to do. And you know what? I have so little to do that I am willing to try it. Junior lifeguarding. I feel like this could be really fun. Just like good training in general, but also gets me in the pool, gets me active again. Yes, I would love to go to the pool more. I feel like that would be great. I would love to do some pottery. It doesn't necessarily need to be a class, but even going to like a studio where you paint something. I just feel like it's really soothing, very relaxing. I like doing that a lot. I would love to do glass blowing. If you don't know what that is, it's like creating glasses. Like, not like glasses that you wear on your face, you know, like cups and things out of glass and mixing the different pigments and molding them. And I feel like that would be a really fun class to take. And then I just have some like activities that I would like to do. I would, these are probably things I would do with friends, like boba, or going out to lunch, or dinner, or breakfast, or something, like just hanging out around food, getting ice cream, uh, picnicking, doing like a nice big group picnic. Doesn't necessarily need to be on the beach, but it's fun to do on the beach. Like, I want to take a massive, big group beach trip, you know? I would love to go to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, which is has like some rides and food stands and stuff. I feel like that would be really fun to do with friends. Going thrifting, of course, I need more shorts for the summer. So that's something that I want to get some little tank tops or shorts or uh, short sleeves. You know, maybe some sandals, fun accessories, cool stuff like that. Ooh, sunglasses, too. Camping. I like camping. Not for, like, multiple nights, but just one night with some friends, maybe. I would love to have a sleepover or a late over, preferably. Like, I like to be kind of alone in the morning and stuff. But, like, having someone stay over late for dinner and stuff would be really nice. And then also going in the hot tub. We have a hot tub in our backyard and I haven't really had any friends in it. I don't go in it very often. Could be nice to do that. I don't know. Speed round. Those are some things I want to do. I would also really love to read. I just ordered 10 books and I'm going to take you through them and their plot like uh, summaries so you can see if you want to read them too because I think they're going to be great. They've been very highly requested or uh, recommended. A lot of them come from, like, Jack Edwards on BookTube, but um, also Friends, Other People, sequels to books I like, you know, that sort of thing. This episode is sponsored by Urban Outfitters, your number one store for all things hot girl summer. They've got beauty, home, lifestyle, and clothes perfect for the summer season. This year, their summer collection is inspired by 60s and 70s trends mixed with clean and classy looks. Shop all your favorite goods at urbanoutfitters.com and remember to sign up for their free rewards program to snag all the greatest summer deals. 
All right, let's start off with a sequel of a book I like. The book is called Before the Coffee Gets Cold, and I'm going to try and pronounce this. It's a translated novel, uh, but I'm going to murder the name of the original author. They're Japanese, and I cannot pronounce shit. Chashikazu Kawaguchi. Something like that. Um, they are an amazing writer. The translator did absolutely amazing. I cannot remember their name. Basically, the concept is that you can go, or the concept of the original is that you can go back in time and you can, but like there are certain rules, right? You can't leave the chair that you go back in time from. Nothing you do in the past affects the present. And you only have until before your coffee gets cold to go back. Otherwise, you get stuck. Bad things happen to you, etc., etc. And basically, it's about the different people that go back in time and why they choose to go back in time. So there's a sequel to that called Tales from the Cafe, which follows the story of four more patrons who take more advantage of their time traveling. So it's just like more examples of that. The next book is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave, in which the main character, Hannah Michaels, finds out that her husband, Owen, is being investigated for crime, but he has now gone missing. She's left alone with their 16-year-old stepdaughter who doesn't like her. But the two of them have to band together and figure out why he's disappeared. And then that leads to some family secrets and tests their relationship. That sounded interesting to me. Possibly murdery. What crime is he investigated for? So on. Next is Today, Tonight, Tomorrow by Rachel Lynn Solomon. In which two characters have been bitter rivals for all of their high school. So they compete for the highest test score in student elections, all sorts of things. One of them secretly wants to write romance novels and is anxious about the future. And then she'd like to beat her nemesis one more time, but as they spend more time together, she starts to realize that she might actually be catching feelings for him. Also sounded very interesting. Next is a classic book called East of Eden by John Steinbeck, which is set in the Salinas Valley in California. And it's a really like brutal kind of disturbing novel that follows the destinies of two families whose generations try to reenact the fall of Adam and Eve and some of the poisonous rivalries involved in that. So that's a very classic book, but honestly, I thought it sounded interesting, and I wanted to try it out. Next is The Perfect Couple. In The Perfect Couple, they plan a lavish wedding is planned, and the bride is like shy, awkward. She agrees to a quick wedding, mainly because her mother has breast cancer, and is going to die soon. And then the groom is like a trust fund baby. And he kind of introduces her to like a glittery fancy world. 
the but the morning of the wedding a body washes up on the shore and it's their maid of honor who's recently had an affair with another member of the wedding party their best man is missing and the chief of police and his detective must now interview everyone and figure out what happened and then it's supposed to be kind of like Agatha Christie-ish and I love Agatha Christie so I thought it sounded cool next is Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata which is the story of a 36-year-old Tokyo resident who has never fit in in her family, in school, or anything. And that at 18, she begins to work at a, uh, like, little convenience store and finds that it's very, like, pleasurable for her, but she's forced to choose between her family's wishes and her own contentment in life. Also, you know, it just sounded interesting to me. I don't know what to say about these. They sounded cool. Next is Small Pleasures, which is follows a young Swiss woman who contacts a paper to claim that her daughter is the result of a virgin birth. And it's down to the main character to discover whether she's a miracle or a fraud. The more that she investigates, the more that her life becomes kind of like close to that of the lady who reached out to her. She's now like a friend of theirs, but the um, investigator, the journalist, slowly falls in love with the woman's husband, and she, like, it all kind of gets jumbled up together where she, whether she can betray her friend and finish her story and all sorts of things like that. Next is The Growing Pains of Adrian Mole, which follows... Oh, it's by Sue, Sue Townsend, and it follows a teenager growing up in the 1980s, I think in Britain, and it's supposed to have really dry humor in it, which I like, so I thought that that could be cool. Then next is The Marvels, which starts off, it's 800 pages, but 400 of that is a graphic novel with no uh, text in it. It begins on a ship at sea who sur- with a guy who, dis- who um, manages to survive a shipwreck and later works in a theater where his family flourishes, and then a century later... Another runaway seeks refuge from an uncle in London. And that's with his uncle named Albert and his, like, strange, beautiful house with ships and theater programs. And he searches for clues about the house and his life. And then you kind of piece through as the two narratives connect to each other and finally is Emily Henry she wrote up people we meet on vacation which I didn't like and beach read which I loved so I figured I would give her book a try and her new book is called book lovers it came out in May and it's a story about two people who write bibliographies who discover that they are falling in love 
not just with books, but, like, kind of bond over that. So they start out as rivals, and they slowly become lovers. Can you tell which kind of books I like? Anyway, that is my reading list. Today's podcast is sponsored by Lariko Matoshi. They're the creator of the absolutely iconic strawberry dress, among many others. Lariko is a Kosovo Albanian fashion designer based in New York City, and she creates beautiful designs worth every penny. Make sure to go to larikomatoshi.com to get your hands on beauty. With that, we've come to the end of another episode of What a Week. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe or follow the podcast on your listening platform of choice and leave a rating or review. It really helps us out. Thank you so much. I'll see you next Saturday. Have a lovely start to your summer if you're still in school. I'm sorry. That's painful. But have a lovely start to your summer season and I'll see y'all soon. Bye.